I actually another a new a big change in my life just took place. I uh, another tap. I don't know if you noticed this, but these used to be gunmetal. They used to be gunmetal, and uh, I changed mm-hmm. them to matte black. So how did you do that? Change okay. the headphone color. Great job. Did you spray them? Yep. What? Did you spray them? Couldn't hear did you. you replace no no they have panels like you can unscrew these and take the panels off oh so hey i have a thing do you ever do you ever notice when somebody when when do you know there's talking there's somebody that i'm won't mention but she always posts on her they're real annoying uh her facebook videos or uh, stories and it's a common thing that people do that's super annoying. I want to punch them in the face. But when somebody's, like, explaining something to you and they do that face where, like, they it, it makes it look like, man, I'm really trying to relate to you, like, kind of like that. Like, it's hard to talk. Like, I can't really think of what I'm saying with their eyes, like, kind of squinty. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like this? Well, today um, we're going to be just talking about um, this new spray that uh and it's like stop stop fucking with your face just tell me tell me what you want to tell me okay. stop yeah, doing the face you. i'm not a kindergartner thanks yep. <laughs> like i hate it stop you look you look we've dumb all seen it. you look dumb we've all seen that talk regular you're not you know what you're going to say don't act and pretend relatable like oh i'm trying to think of this on the spot no you had it planned just tell us don't look like you're thinking about what you're going to say christian are you recording Yes. Dread Joel, are you recording? You bet your ass. Okay, we got... Um, we got... Check this out. We got... Spiders. <laughs> I hate spiders. We got eggs. We got frogs. And we got... Cartoon live action. All this and more on this edition of uh, Sequel Man the Podcast. Coming at you, not live from the watery depths of Trask. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's a Sequel Men podcast and it starts right now. Alright everybody, welcome back to another new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. We're kicking it off here with Season 2 of The Mandalorian. Pretty exciting stuff. We're getting into some mean potatoes here, and getting into that uh, lovely dish with me is. Go ahead. Uh, what? Who? Who's with me? We have. Spencer, well, we, hi. Yeah. How are you? No, I no, totally no. I can answer it, it. I know who I am. And to my immediate right, <laughs> we've your upgraded him to distinguished guest. If you only have one earbud in, he's in that one. If you have the other one in, he's in that one. If you don't have any earbuds in, he's in your speaker. He's the voice of a marching band in Michigan. He does trivia sometimes. He loves bragging about his dick. Joel! (laughs) 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 Well, thank you for yet another um Impressive introduction, Spencer. Yes, it's me, Joel Powie, the voice of this podcast and the voice of Laker Marching Band, simulation voicer at GVSU, Kirkhoff College of Nursing, uh, and I don't know, whatever else you want me to be in your life. Well, I'm here mm, once again. 
I don't know. Somebody might pay you to use that voice for some other things, but uh, phone mm-hmm. sex. No political ads. That's my only uh, rule. <laughs> we're not even talking politics <laughs> today. We're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not doing politics. We're done. Good. We're moving on from Good. that. We're getting less serious. Yes, I think we're getting less serious. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, we've 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 had our dosage of. It all. Speaking of dosage, <coughs> I okay. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, guys. Speaking of, I want you to see my shirt. Guess what's on it? Why don't you? Uh, we can't see anything because you, you insist on leaving the you lights off every time we we record. I do see that. Uh, no, I can't. I can't. And I'm wearing glasses. Oh yeah, I have glasses on. Anyway, it's Zelda. It's a Zelda shirt. Hey. And. Speaking of Zelda, guys, for real, this is me being for real, we should all go at some point. I'm not saying like right now, but when you guys build up enough extra cash, we should all go together. Not get matching ones, but we should all go get some tats. Yeah. Yeah. I already know what I want. I got my next 10 planned. Let's not have it like uh, how it's done in Scary Movie. Ray fucked me. Fucked me. (laughs) Ray, you know what that's from? Me. Yeah, you know what that's originally from? No, I don't. I just watched. Dude, scary where's movies. my car? One guy has it on, and it says, "Uh, dude." And then he goes, "What does mine say?" And he goes, "Sweet." What does mine say, dude? What does mine say, sweet? What does mine say? And he's like, "Dude, what does mine say?" Sweet, and then they start fighting. And then this guy oh. comes and goes. Your tattoo says, "Dude." Your tattoo says, "Sweet," and they're just like, "Oh, right on." So that's where it originally. That's came like from. a modern day Bill and Ted thing. Sure, sure. But I haven't yeah. seen that movie in a long time. Dude, where's my car? We razzed. We I just bring up Zelda because I was just sending Joel some pictures of my Zelda Peanut. Bibles, yep. and he's like, "Oh, y'all make fun of me because the Bat Bible." Meanwhile, Christians got. Three Zelda encyclopedia art history books and what's that? I face beat you're the water temple level in four hours. <laughs> Took me three and a half, but I started over a couple times, so it was really four hours. Uh, I actually did that when I was a kid. I thought I got stuck cool. in the water temple and I didn't, and I started a whole new game. So there's another <laughs> bunch of hours. you know what? There's a lot where there's a lot of water. Kaladin, Trask, Trask, like Bolivar. We'll eventually, if we would, if we would just start talking the about the Mandalorian. I'm gonna be honest. Mandalorian season two starts off good, then gets bad, then gets real good. Well, let's. You and know by what? gets bad, I I only mean one episode. I don't. I mean, know. they're on high gear the entire season here. I'm looking forward to this getting. This is the yeah, this right. is the payoff season and the fan service season. It uh It is fan servicey, and it and it goes right into it pretty naturally too. I'm I, going from the end right. of season one into season two. You could pick off immediately afterwards, even though the show uh, season two debuted like a year later, a little bef- oh, before a year later. It 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 does it pretty nicely. Yeah. I thought. Smoothly. No, it does. And now we have a new task ahead of us. It's not keep the child away from the client. It's take the child to find out where the Jedi are. Take the child to the Jedi and find out its true purpose. Mm -hmm. 
And maybe Mando will figure out his purpose along the way. There's purpose. You're darn right. Yeah. So this first episode, I really, I like I said, it starts real good. Starts real good. High hopes. Second episode, what are we doing, guys? Are we doing this again? Third episode, okay, we're back. They just took a little, a little detour, right. a little leapfrog. Detour. A little leapfrog detour. But uh, so I got to do the the detours. Mm, All right, go ahead. Thing do it again. I'm not swayed on that show. Detour. Yes. But the canceled Star Wars. Good. I want That's that where it belongs. Be Animated show. Um, Spencer, no. do you want to get us in? Yep. I I would love you guys. When, when doesn't he? <laughs> I would love to get in. I'd love to get in, you guys. Are we just starting right in? <laughs> Chapter nine is directed by John Favreau. John Favreau himself. Hmm. So he also wrote it. I know. He also wrote it. So chapter nine, the Marshal, Din, and BY fifty walk through a graffiti-ridden space ghetto to meet a Brooklyn Cyclops and end up getting turned on. But Din uses badassery to take out the enemies and hang up the Brooklyn Cyclops to get info on where other Mandalorians are. He says. Tatooine! Any real Star Wars fans knows who this is that he's referring to, and we are hyped. Back to Tatooine because it's familiar and fans will eat it up every time we're there, and lo and behold, we get Granny Perm, Peli Moto herself. Din ends up at a little pub where the demon from Jeepers Creepers is the barkeep, and we get Boba Fett's <laughs> armor. It's actually Timothy Oliphant, who does not fill it out well at all and is apparently from the planet Texas or is unaware he's in Star Wars and not an actual Western. Regardless, the town is interrupted and almost destroyed by an underground space worm. Joel's penis. Y'all thought it was just going to be a Sarlacc, but was disappointed. Din and the marshal, as Timothy Oliphant is known, make a deal that if Din helps kill the sand dragon, he could have Boba's armor. We get a flashback to when the marshal and the village got ravaged by sand people, I believe, and he was left in the desert to die with a Kemptono, but it had crystals in it, and Jawas picked him up and traded the crystals for Boba's armor. The armor gave him authority, and he took the town back. The two almost get attacked by demon dogs, but Din knows Sandglish and calms them. They are Tusken Raider pets. They want to kill the dragon, too. The Tusken Raiders do. Team-up moment, campfire bonding, and the alliance is set. Kinda. The dragon lives in an abandoned Sarlacc pit, and for the second time... I am disappointed. We don't see a fucking Sarlacc. I want to see one. I want to see its body. Whatever. I don't care. We don't see one, but when do I ever get what I want? A Tusken Raider gets eaten, setting up the bait. The villagers and the raiders join forces and hatch a plan to blow up the dragon. They line the sand with explosives and wait. They call the dragon out, get it good and pissed off, and blow the bombs, but turns out it has acid saliva and kills a bunch, and it doesn't die. Din and Marshall decide to fly up and try to take on the dragon by themselves, but it draws it. That just draws it down to the people again. Din makes the sacrifice play and lures the dragon to a bomb covered. Um. What are they called? Bantha. Is it a Bantha? That's what I wrote, but I thought it was wrong. A uh, bomb covered Bantha. Nope. 
The, a bomb bantha, a bantha bomb, a BB, a double B. The dragon eats it and then survives, blowing the dragon up from the inside. We get a classic Jonah and the fish story, but it's Din and the dragon. Jonah, uh, Joel, Jonah is from the Bible. Uh, sorry <laughs> to confuse you with that reference. Dragon oh. meat makes a hell of a steak, or at least it looks like. Din and Marshall foreshadow meeting again. They don't. But we are off through the desert with the armor. Thanks for the help, Baby Yoda. And son of a bitch, Boba Fett was watching the whole time. That's chapter nine. Pow! It's interesting you say Boba Fett because it wasn't... I don't think... I think it's the obvious answer, but you could infer that it might be somebody else as well. It shows his face. You could, yeah. I mean... I'm like it's ninety percent shown that it's Boba Fett. I mean, why would it focus on the armor that much? But it could have been Rex. Yeah. It could have been. It wasn't another one of those uh, clones that I can't remember their names. Which, again, in in the era of uh, subverted expectations <laughs> with Disney and uh, how they handle the sequels, I was half training myself to just tell myself nah it's, that's just probably like Rex or yeah. something you know yeah which would have sucked because nobody knows cause who uh, he is uh, right because at this point our brains are trained to prepare ourselves for like I said the subverted expectations subverted expectations it is funny how they but that wasn't the case how they do the the play on what happened to Boba in Return of the Jedi with uh, Marshall Cobb Vanth everybody um when Mando tells him, like, protect the child, what are you going to do? I don't know, but I'll figure something out. And he hits him in the jetpack and makes him fly, like, <laughs> like the same way Boba did. I didn't catch, yeah, I didn't catch that. Or I didn't, like, think it of Kind of a, just a running joke with the Boba jetpack. I guess it just malfunctioned. That is pretty funny. But I like that. Yeah, I didn't catch that either. That's good. Because how Han. Yeah. Yes. Boba Fett. Oh, my gosh. Where? <laughs> Worst. I mean, that's it's a little high. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Guys, let's just let's that's, just okay. Let's just cut the crap. What? Did you catch anything in the graffiti? Oh, I did not. I caught. Uh, there's a lot of things in the graffiti in the opening uh, scene. There, there's you can make out a C-3PO face, a snowtrooper face, a lot of other things. Uh, what's the um, language called? Arabesh. Sure a little bit of that. Arabesh. I thought yeah. it looked a little too real world for me. I liked it though, because it's something we've never seen. Like in Star I felt Wars. Like, like I might have stepped into a scene be. from Eight Mile or something. Yeah. You guys know that they actually had like a professional, like graffiti artist, and do that. Okay, those, that's like, cool. Those, I would assume that is cool. Yeah. And I think he let his son do a couple of them, cute or something. It's in the uh, if you watch the uh, gallery. Oh, I didn't on season two. I have not. I didn't. Yeah, we know you. I didn't, didn't either. What else? What's new? I haven't watched yeah, the gallery is, from season one. I missed it. What is this planet that he's on with the uh, with the box? I match? couldn't find it. I don't think they tell us. Oh. they. I was trying to look through the episode guide, and I don't know. Maybe I and missed what it. What the yeah. hell? Do you know who that guy is was? Up with Star Wars and New York accents. Can we stop? Right. I don't know. I didn't. Th- I didn't make any sense. Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. In overall, like this whole like opening scene is not the strongest was not the strongest kickoff for season two for me like i remember in the moment feeling feeling a little underwhelmed because even when we got inside like the fighting gamorians like the lean mean fighting the machines pigs. lean mean green fighting machines 
you know, as opposed to the well, Jabba's palace fatty, fatties we saw. You know, these are a little bit more buff. Like that's well, cool that's my problem with it. They look fat they on top, but their legs look like human legs. It was a little distracting to me. Hey, green green chickens. The uh, the Cyclops. It, that was Gore Koresh. Is that who that was? Gore Koresh. Gore yes. Koresh. Yes. Played who by a, who's an ab- John Abyssin. Leguizamo. So yeah, I yes, I, I could have swore it was John Favreau. That was hard to tell. It yeah, was not. me too. It sounded it just not. like him. the other John. Different John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you you said might know him Reese, from. That would have given it away. You might know him from Ice Age. Yeah. And the Sloth. So he's yes. also in Fun guy. The Happening. <clears throat> sure. He plays a scientist, I think. What? No. 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 <laughs> no. You guys want a hot dog? The, I like the character growth that Din is showing because when he shows up on Tatooine and you know Pelimoto's droids are there, he's like, "Nah, it's cool now. Let him." Yeah. Let him. I'm cool with droids now. That was nice to see. That was right. good to it see. It was. I like that. And, and we get more like pit pit droids being pit droids. Yeah, the three Stooges stick. Yeah. Completely incapable. Yeah. And yeah. you know. Yeah. Spencer, you mentioned in a couple episodes ago the gunslinger, how she's a little much. She toned it down Pelly. a little bit. You think she toned it down a little bit. I kind of think it yeah. it was a little too much for me this time. I just, liked her much better. I still like Except her. I, yeah, my feelings have not changed. I, just I don't didn't, like go ahead. how she pronounces Tatooine. Because I call it Tatooine. 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 She says. I don't like that. Like, has she ever seen the mo- Although it is, it does make sense. People pronounce certain things differently in, in real life. Han, so. Han, tomato, tomato. Weird, yeah. Yeah. With these weird planets, people are bound to pronounce them weird. Right. So. But when she's yeah, yelling at R5. Like Skywalker. What? That's what I was just, uh, yeah, I was just going to mention R5. I did like how they had R5 be her droid yeah. and kept him with the bad motivator. I was just like, slow. That's. Fan service, they fan service the hell out of that, but it's, Who, that's fine. What is he? Me. What is that from? R five is the uh, the first droid Luke. Gets okay, that's what thought. In New Hope, that's right. Yep. This was got a bad motivator. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yep. yep. He says, "Cool." Yep. Except I she yelled at him way worse than Luke did. Well, come on, Red, let's go. I, yeah. She was really impatient. Like he just got there. The I projections know. coming up, and she's like, "Hurry the fuck up." That, that Sorry, did bother Dan. me a little yeah. bit. I was like, dude, it's he's like, trying dude, his best. He's getting it. He's an old yeah, droid. I'm just... He he's a senior droid. An old droid. I don't ever remember owning a droid. Cool. That was good. That wasn't bad. That was good. Alec Guinness, Thank back you. from the dead. Thank you. <laughs> Alec Guinness draft. Guinness draft. Oh. I thought you said Dennis Stout, Draft, like and I thought it was some football it's thing. It's a beer joke. <laughs> anyway, oh, sorry, Joel. My bad. Yeah. But yeah, he's a lot nicer to Granny Perm this time around. He is. Well, she's a lot nicer to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was worried about you, little baby. You little womp rat. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, there's <laughs> that one again. Like, easy, easy. Uh, they say womp I, I rat a lot him. in this episode. They do. And we get to see him, I know. too. Sometimes it's a little much, yeah. It is a lot. Yeah. Okay, guys, they get there. He sees the stuff. Did you guys think when you first watched it, 
that it was Boba Fett when he entered. Oh, so we're skipping to Mos Pelga. Yeah, we're skkipping to Mos Pelga. Yeah. The bar, the weak way bartender. Oh, the, and then, the yeah. bartender. No. You, you know who I'm referencing, the demon from Jeep, you know the movie's Jeepers, the Jeepers. Yeah, yes, I've, I've seen never seen it. He looks it. just like him. Yes. I know. He looks well, just that's, like him. Then you're, In fact, you know what? He looks so much like him. He's my character species. spotlight tonight. I just decided, ladies and gentlemen, the barkeep, what's his name? Weak way. Sorry, I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> we... You the, can bar just keep, say the demon from Jeepers Creepers, as we all know, back in Jeepers Creepers time, he was a demon just trying to get people, kill them, eat them, and, and take their eyes. He got Justin Long, and that's the only one that I saw. I didn't see the other two. He was scary. I actually really liked that movie. It was, it was scary, but it was like small town horror. It was fun. He decided knocking off little small towns, not his bag anymore. Decided to retire. And now you can find him on little Tatooine or Tatooine if you're normal. And he's he's just been laying low. He figured I'm wanted by God and the law, being a demon and all. So why don't I take my little ice cream truck, convert it to a spaceship, go to Tatooine, make a life for myself, make a better life. I want to help people instead of killing them. Here he is. Nobody's ever going to find him. The demon from Jeepers Creepers. And while we're at it, Back to my original question. Did you guys think that it was actually both? No. Like, here he is. No. No, oh. no freaking way. No, I agree with you completely, out. Spencer. He does not fill out that armor at all. It just looked awkward. I'm it like, looked, that's not It looked him. like a kid in Boba Fett costume, almost. Also because I knew that Timoth- Timothy Oliphant was going to be yeah. playing a big character. I was like, well, that's got to be. Because I could tell by the body... Type. Well, let me like, put that a little nicer. Yeah, he's a pretty like slender guy. That's probably just right. Whatever, I mean, he's a else, handsome you know? dude. Let's not be mistaken. He's a thin guy, but don't get a boner. Oh, okay, but he cannot fill out the Boba Fett armor really well. His, his bat, his clothes are too baggy. He looks a little uh, lanky yeah. in it. The helmets, the buckets, too big. You know, but he he kind of looked like a costume from. Not Party City, but... A bad cosplay. Yeah, yeah. Rubies. Rubies. It's like if I were to try to dress as Superman or any superhero in spandex, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm too big. I'd have to have bulky armor. Pillows. Yeah. To fill it out. But I I made fun of him, and we make fun... But I really... I liked him in this episode. He was good. Like, he was good. Yeah. He was fine. Everybody in this episode was good. They were fine. Cobb Vanth as a character is, I yeah, is one of the better ones of the series. Yeah. Now, at least of season two. At least of season two. We Cobb Vanth. We're gonna move on a little bit to talk about him in a second, but I just wanted to uh, kind of tell you guys a couple of things when I that I noticed about Moss Pelgo when he rode on into town. Mm-hmm. First it's a of piece all, of shit village. <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's out there. It remind, They're uh, trying. With the music that played when Mando was heading out to go to Mos Pelgo, I was like, he's riding dirty <clears> now. <throat> like, it gets into that, like, lowrider, like, kind of guitar, mm-hmm. twangy stuff to go when, you know, electric guitar, all that stuff. He gets into town. I swear I saw a Lars relative there. Sitting out on the porch of one of those huts. 
Oh yeah, somebody with no arms like well, him, <laughs> except he didn't no, have legs. No. <laughs> yeah, and his wife was taken, and he's like, "Well, once my arms grow back, I'll go out and look for her." But, grow back. <laughs> but I know I'll do it. She's dead, son. Uh, but I swear, Fennec Shand. I don't know. Is she still alive? Maybe we'll find out. But I swear, I saw her silhouette looking out from one of the buildings if you go back and rewatch it it shows someone looking out from a doorway and it kind of matches her haircut mm, astute observation i don't think, I think so. that's i mean a, you can assume I, that she survived that astute, because of the guy who walked up the jangles jingling at the end of gunslinger which is another thing i don't like in this episode but we'll get to that later but what did you guys you you guys buy that theory? What do you think? Did you notice that at all? No, you're talking about the, the, the figure in the doorway. Yeah, the Fennec Shan, so, the I, silhouette. No, I no, no. That great observation, but I I don't think they meant. That. I I'll no, make it my head canvas. I'll make it my head cannon. in Moss Pelgo. All right, make it your head cannon. Also, ask yourself why would she be there? Never mind. I can't even say this because it. Never mind. Yeah. Later okay. on in the season, it'll make <laughs> perfect sense. Yeah. It'll make yep. perfect Later sense. Later on, I'll I'll try to remember so, the point. I'm just trying to make. Write it down. Did you guys it's think fun. when that when the when the thing underground was coming? Did you think we're going to see a sarlacc? No. Or is that just me? No, I I knew sarlaccs don't I, move. As far as I know, I didn't know I knew that it was a crate dragon. I didn't see, know that. I know enough. I know better to know. Oh, it's got to be a crate dragon. This oh, time around, I did notice the sound it made. They did use the sound that they put in a new hole yes. back in here, but they implemented oh. it a lot better. Yeah, well, I think they blended right. it too, because I mean, I feel like they put the the Blu-ray version in with the uh, the OG uh, Ben Kenobi one from you know the original cut of uh, New Hope. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't know this: um, the crate dragon, the original. Back in the uh, the OT, was originally um, played by Ron Jeremy's penis. <sighs> okay. Sure, Jan. Oh, you mean the skeleton dried up in the dune? No, the I thing think, when it came I out of the. I think we have we have spent our penis. Yeah, that was my last one. episode. Okay, <laughs> that was my last All one. All right, great, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> no, but it was just played by Ron Jeremy. Deep so. crate. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, we talked about all the other unimportant stuff. Elephant in the room. That's Anakin's engine, dude. That's That's totally Anakin's engine engine. upon second viewing, yes. Yeah, uh, Cobb Vance. Oh, man. Like, how cool was that? See, that I did look up in the episode guide, and they wouldn't tell you. They wouldn't say specifically Anakin Skywalker, but they they, they said... Cop Vanth uses an old pod racer engine for his speeder bike. It's like, dude, we know it's. Come on, I love that like when the, I watched the flaps. It. The yeah, first it's time such around. Such a good callback. See again, the Mandalorian is doing these perfect um, prequel trilogy and original trilogy callbacks. They're uh, like, come on. Who else would have thought of that? You wouldn't have seen that Dude. in the sequel trilogy. That's something that should have been. That they're like, oh, you're not going to do that? <laughs> we'll do it. And it's it's there. It's there. It even it right. sounds like it. Yes. It's, it's so organically cool. inserted. In, oh, nope. It's. <laughs> they were done with the penis <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was implemented naturally. Uh, it works with that too, but whatever. We'll go with it. And but no, I turned with who I was like, watching oh, when that happened, I and I was like, dude, that's Anakin's engine. And I, f- I was like, that's awesome. What an awesome thing to include in this episode. And it works too. Um, one thing that bothered it's me working. about it's working, it's working. And I think we had a little debate about it too, whether or not it was Anakin's engine. And it works yeah. if it is because well, it never would have left. I bet planet. there still is a debate. Like, there's people that don't want to buy it. Like, that the fact that it's Anakin's, but. It is. Maybe they're just going to, you know what, maybe, what am I trying to think of? You know, this will be like one of those things uh, that they just let us fight over. Like Rothgar Dang? Like one that, sure. They that wouldn't asshole. just put that in there without it being. Like what? no other pod racer looked like that that we no. know of. They wouldn't just I know. do that. That's what that. I'm saying. So why they wouldn't just like confirm it in the episode guide is like lame. I think because they like fans it. fighting over They're probably shit. saving it for... Uh, because they haven't, did they? No, I They don't, do they have a visual have guide for Mandalorian a coming out, di- yes. Coming out. Yes. So maybe that they're going to just say, ha you are correct, it was Anakin. Ding, ding, ding. And what do we have for her, Johnny? Turns it's out Anakin's pot engine. Was, uh, was really oh, good and here goes Quadranero in the power coupling. When he left, when Anakin left, Timothy was like, hey, what are you going to do with your pod race? Can I have it? Anakin was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm leaving. I'm becoming a Jedi. You can have my shit. Oh. You can have C-3PO. I don't care. <laughs> like, take my mom. I don't know. I was just going to say, no. take my mom. Just don't sell her. I'll make sure C-3PO doesn't sell you, mom. And if you do, you better get a lot. <laughs> but then the marshal comes and goes, but I might. Huh. C-3PO won't sell you. I will. Bye. I hope you don't like legs. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> You're in my house now, Shmi. <laughs> Speaking of which, so Cobb says he's lived there his whole life. Okay. He must have known Anakin or been at that race. Big fan. The Boon to Eve race of, uh, I don't know, Maybe. 2021 BBY. <laughs> I don't know. Great, but great. No, I think that's plausible. You could make the case that he indeed was, he could have been there at the race. He could have known whose pot engine it was. He would be the same age as Anakin. Right. Uh, Post Return of the Jedi. Also, that they didn't like make it a big deal. Like, like, well, I got to go grab my speeder. You have one? <laughs> and then do that look to cameras or like just kind of. Do I have one? You know, but with the look, and then it reveals it. It just showed it. They didn't make a big deal. It was just there, and the fans were like, "Boo!" Right. Love it. Right. right. Casually, just zooms on into frame with Anakin's fucking pod yes. racer engine. Oh, I did it. I did. Okay. The speeder effects were a little better, tolerable for me this time Here around. We go. Oh, good. You know what? I was thinking about that when I was watching the episode. I was like, hmm, I wonder if Christian will approve of the fucking speeder bikes now. <laughs> you know, fun fact, guys, um, speeder bikes uh, aren't real, so when they're making them, they have to uh, use effects and... You're not real! And uh, create dragons, also <laughs> not you, real. Fuck you, fuck you! So they, they had to get um, a visual effects team to work on them, and I'm like, that dragon's not real. 
There's no way that dragon's real. They can't find those. They're extinct now here on Earth, so there's no way they could cast one. I, I don't know if they did a casting call. Somebody had a pet one. If it's like a miniature, I don't know if it's like a snake dressed up. No, but it's, it's well, invisible. actually, Spencer. If you look in the history of no, the world, no, you we're go making back fun and of you find right the now, world books at the library. Not, not Joel. If you nope. look in there, they have a dragon that. Kinda looks like it. Are you gonna ride this one? <laughs> and actually, one? it's it's a true story. It's one of those things they took from real world. <laughs> okay. It's a dinosaur. It existed until the asteroid came down. You can look it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the book. So there. It's in the book. Ah. So they team up with the Tusken Raiders. Okay, we'll skip ahead here. We got two other uh, chapters to get. Can to. I make a quick point, yeah. real quick? Did anyone else find no. it ridiculous? <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else find it ridiculous that they're speaking it? We're hearing Cobb's life story I, I over the speeder it. bikes. I, I wrote in my notes. I said I said LMAO. Apparently, uh, Mando can speak yeah. dogs. So too. I crawled out yeah. of the base. What? Yeah. Like <laughs> I crawled out of the base. Oh. You want me to turn off the base? All right. Another you thing like we missed song? was yeah. Death Star celebration. That was cool to see. Just some of the celebrating yes. off planet. Love that yeah. moment. Yep. Again, those, power hates yeah, a vacuum. They incorporate original with the prequel with this. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Oh man, it's so organic. They do it so well. Mm-hmm. It's so organic. <sighs> it's orgasmic. It's the orgo. Um, did anyone else? Oh, I know me and Joel have kind of talked about this a little bit, and it'll come back again in the. Excuse me. It'll come back again in the next episode that we come out with here. But how do you feel about the Western influences on this episode? Do you feel do it. you find it fitting or do you find it a little over the top or a little too I like much? It a lot. I think it was the only point it was over the top was when it was just like Cobb Vanth and Mando standing there like they're gonna have a you know, like a shootout or yeah. The only thing it, missing it was almost, a, yeah, like wah wah wah. I didn't like Just his jingles dollars, either. Yeah. I don't like yeah, the spurs on his boots. Did he like have spurs? The spittoon yeah. that Baby I mean, Yoda. Some of it's yeah. We haven't even talked about Baby Yoda in this episode. Oh, that's right. He doesn't do anything, but oh, and I, how heaven forbid the crate dragon attacks the school. Think of What's the young cool? children at the schoolhouse in our oh, little yeah. western town. In the schoolhouse. Yeah. Oh no! And everybody <laughs> yeah. starts. Oh no! It can't be like <laughs> that. The yeah. school that has all two star only two kids in the village. There, we gotta we we gotta team up with the Tuscan Raiders and the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> um. No. I, good. It's the so Clatoonians. Reference- okay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done with it. So Go ahead. Dragon. Very cool, very menacing, eats a thing. And uh, yes. <laughs> and we're off. We're off. This thing and again they reference. They're like, yeah, it's an abandoned sarlacc pit, and I'm like, here we go. No, we still don't get. We don't get like a. I want to. Come on, give us a sarlacc. You? Why are you so? Obs- I want to just not gloss over the how big of a deal. Just in general, them bringing to life the crate dragon is, and the way they went about it. Why is that a big deal? 
Well, because it's the fucking crate dragon. What does that for mean? one thing. Oh, Spencer. <laughs> so, in A New Hope, you see like a big-ass skeleton of something, you know, with like three POs like walking the desert, and there's like a big, long skeleton. Just That's walking the be, desert. It's supposed to be the, yeah, the skeleton of the crate dragon there. Then you hear Ben Kenobi do the Woo! Great Dragon yell in, in episode four. And Great Dragon's just been a big part of like the lore of Star Wars. It's in the KOTOR video game, which its appearance in this episode is heavily derived from KOTOR. And I only discovered that recently. I only got to that point recently for my first time recently in the KOTOR game. Well, you, I know. I'm well, only, I'm only how recent like was that? Was that recently? 20 years late. But was it recently? Huh? Was it pretty recent? What? The game? Knights of the Old Republic? <laughs> yeah, just that's uh, that's <laughs> from 2004. <laughs> yeah. Originally. Was it? But, that recent, yeah. huh? So pretty recent. Um, I'm saying I'm behind the ball because I only got to that part in the game recently myself <laughs> uh, on Xbox. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> why is this? Why is I this funny? I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna it's go on. No, no, no. I want to make a point about that too. After because every other word. That was a deep cut. From Joel. Deep cut. Thanks. I haven't played KOTOR all the way from beginning to end in years. Yeah. Probably 15 But the entire way years. that they did it, though, is what... what? Because remember, in KOTOR... I don't know if you remember, but the way that you kill the crate Dragon in KOTOR... Spoiler alert uh, for a 2004 game. Is that you set the mines and you detonate at the exact moment that the crate Dragon... Which in the game is significantly smaller than this crate dragon, but you definitely well, they didn't use Ron Jeremy the this crate... time. They used Joel. <laughs> Still impressive, nonetheless. But <laughs> you detonate the mines at the exact moment that the crate dragon walks over them, and they walks? essentially did the same type of thing. Oh, it has legs. Yeah, didn't know that. I don't know why they chose not to show the legs in this episode. Like that's, I guess that's supposed to be. The building up the how enormous it is and the Godzilla type. Well, it didn't have legs because Ron Jeremy's on, didn't but... have legs. <laughs> yeah, it was too expensive to get the prosthetics, and it gave him a rash. <laughs> okay, seriously, Joel, I want to add on to your point though. Isn't there a crate dragon in uh, Jedi Academy as well? On that one level where crate you dragon. have to. No, what that's is like that? a sandworm or okay. something. It's not a crate dragon, though. Okay. I know the level where a similar type of beast. It's almost like they mashed that and a crate dragon together to give us the version of the crate dragon that's in the show. Spencer has no fucking idea what we're talking what we're about. Talking that's okay. About. We can keep talking but, to listeners. Hey, sure. he doesn't have a fucking clue when we talk about the Clone Wars either, so... Thumbs up. He gives us a thumbs up. Or is that hey, thumb? I just read episode summaries and ask you questions. Oh, stop. The Crate Dragon. No, I'm I, saying, like, I'm, oh, I'm fine with that. Oh, stop. I it. wasn't being sarcastic. Like, that's my main, with with stuff, like, deep cuts like that, that's, you know, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm excited to hear your reaction to Clone Wars when you actually watch it. Especially well, what we're going to talk I'm about a little later to. in the episode. There was a couple of funny yeah, moments. I know. And, yeah, go ahead. I want to turn... I want to take a survey of listeners and see how many of them are triggered by Spencer not giving a shit about the Clone Wars. About cartoons? 
Yeah. yeah. I, I'll say this. You trigger this. me every time, but it's I'll fine. I'll say this. I, I get some of the references because you guys talk about them, and I do my research a little bit. But <clears throat> can we all agree that it's really annoying in any time we see this in any movie when um, – when I'm skipping my head, when they shoot the harpoons at the thing and it sticks in them, they don't let go of the rope. <laughs> right. Let go of the mm-hmm. rope. You're not. You're. You're small. It's. You're big. not gonna Just hold go. that back. Let go of the rope. Yeah. Let go. Yeah. I thought the so same. The plan thing. doesn't work as it as it should, but but the Tuscans and and the Normies from the village. They work together and they get it done. Big plot tis with twi- twist, twist with the um, <laughs> big plot tits yeah. coming right at you. <laughs> yeah, BPTs, bro. No, that's Selby okay. from Master and Apprentice. Okay, I this whole battle, <laughs> this whole thing is so much more satisfying than. Uh, I'm trying to think of another creature <laughs> fight that we saw like in, in season uh, Rancor? one. What was something that happened? It was no. over super quick. Um, oh, 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 it's not the a creature. The first episode but the, with the, the sea battle. monster. No, no. <laughs> the battle, the battle <laughs> in the, in the, oh, come on, come on, sanctuary. With the AT-AT. Oh, with the AT-ST. Yeah. AT-ST. Like it was a hyped oh, up thing, me. and then it was over in two seconds. This was cool. Like this and, was a fun episode. They're dog sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I listened to that clip at least twenty-seven times. I yes. I was hitting. <laughs> I was spamming the ten seconds back. Ten seconds back every time. But <laughs> I love when the Tuscan Raiders enter to start like setting up. Like they enter the village. The music that plays there. Probably one of my favorite pieces of the series. I can't remember it. Christian, you'll have to figure out and put this it is, in. I wanted to talk about this. Yes, it's, it's hype music. Talk. It's like Egyptian, mm. kind of Arabic type. Like yeah. uh, Bedouin sort of music. Bedouin sort of music. Yeah, yeah and Bedouin. it like made me want to play Assassin's Creed Origins after, which is what I did. So... Ooh. That vibe. If anybody else has played the Assassin's Creed games or at least Origins, and for those that have a life, it, uh, like. it just sounded like really cool music. <laughs> wow, it just sounded like really really cool music, I, like hype music. Wow, <laughs> it's it's good music. I can't quite remember it either, but I. I so it's I super it good. We can't even remember head. it. Oh wait, it's wait, so wait good, a we second. Can't even Christian it. doesn't remember the music. Christian doesn't remember here, hold on, what the here, music here, was here. Uh, it's for a very specific there. moment. I'm going to put it in my note. Yeah, so that was the music right there. <laughs> no, yeah, that was really, a great like, cut. Like, it gets you hype. Uh, like, it, it, it gets you hype, like, enemies working together. In the, enemies yeah. working together. You know... It, that it, is a heavy theme cool. throughout the the Western cinema trope of making the the native cowboys look like and Indians the, the good guys yep. and making the normal people look like the bad guys, and in some cases having them right. team up together against a common enemy and dances with wolves that sort of thing. That's a trope you see in this episode too, and I think they do it really well because it's actually really interesting to see them expand on the Tuscan culture and like give a motivation 
for why they attack these villages and things? Well, because the village Mos Pelgo is taking their water supply. That's why they're raiding their mine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like listening to them, though. <laughs> they're tough to listen to. That's another note I had. Is it's, really, it's hard to uh, listen to Mando try to talk to these Tuscans and you know it's, it's yeah. annoying. But Here, here's Mando I, just like gagging on his own throat trying to talk, talk to the Tuscan Raiders. There's like, hey, we speak English if that's what you prefer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're but we speak English. Yeah, I really like that's a ring theory to the gunslinger when we have that very brief moment with the signing between Mando mm-hmm. and those two mm-hmm. Tuscans. They should just stick to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then they wouldn't have had the callback. See, is that a fan is that a moment of fan service that doesn't work then? With the Tuscans uh vocalizing like it that? It still works fine. It still works fine. I felt real bad for that rather... Tuscan that dropped the explosive. You know, when they're handing the explosives out and he drops like, it. Hey, accident. you want this place to explode? Hey. And then uh, Cobb's like, calm down. It was an accident. Someone get this hot head out of here. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh, I love the, the line that followed that, though. Uh, he's like, it's going to be great. Or yeah. Whatever he says yes. after, after the altercation. I here. like mm-hmm. that. So they, It's like, calm down, cool, bro. The cool, the cool conclusion here, like you think, oh, he's gonna sack. I mean, we know he's not really gonna die. Like he's gonna do the old, the old Iron Man, the old Jonah and the Fish, the old Pinocchio. He's gonna go in there. He's gonna miraculously come out, which is exactly what happens. But it's cool. Yeah. Like it works still, and it's fine. It's it's <clears throat> it's a cool mm-hmm. thing. Then he blows him up from the inside. Disgusting Boom. aftermath, though. But. I mean, really? I'd eat that. I think that meat looked kind of that. appetizing, to be honest. It did when it's cooked. Question, what was that ball? The pearl. That's that another was, oh. uh, Knights of the Old Republic callback. Okay. Uh, I thought maybe it was a pearl. Because <clears throat> when you kill the dragon, the crate dragon in the video game, you get the crate dragon pearl. Like a clam. Which in the video game acts as a, a crystal enhancement to your lightsaber. Ooh. So that it's like is a, a lightsaber crystal. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I wish I remembered that so. game more, because that would have made me appreciate this episode more. Having that yeah. deep cut in there, that's awesome. It's only because I, I recently, like a couple months ago, probably. Uh, How recent was it? Okay, not recent. Couple months ago, I played like I got to that point in the game, that exact level where you're on Tatooine and you're killing the great dragon so so if we were to do a word count and keep track on this episode mm-hmm. we the two words that would be at the top and i, I want to know i want somebody to tell us how many times they were used crate dragon and recent or recently those are our two most spoken words on this episode i'm proud of us already breaking records i'll i'll leave i love the creature effects <laughs> like the Banthas look great, the Tuscans costumes look great. You got some funny moments but in the there. But the speeders look like pure gonna... shit. Give me a moment. <laughs> My dog's being difficult. Sorry. Yeah, well, hold on. All right, bring him on the show. 
No, he doesn't want that. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. You don't want that. He wants to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> He's yelling at his dog. Oh, oh, what? Oh, oh, no, Joel, don't hit him. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> don't. Why am I laughing? That's terrible. Don't. Give him a chance. <laughs> For those of you who okay. don't know, that's you the name of dog? his dog. Yes, my dog's name is Chance. Haha, uh -huh. good joke. Uh, I feel like the I same have kind of dog. Take a chance on me. If you put this that little bit in the episode, I feel like I have to put a disclaimer. I was kidding. He was not beating his dog. He loves his dog. I I would love to meet this dog myself. Well, he wasn't so, beating the, that yeah. dog. Okay. Okay. He was oh, his come on! Dragon, you can't you have all of the mo the monopoly over all the. Joel Jick Jick Penis Jick jokes Joel. that I thought we were done with anyway. I can't. I'm, I'm done. Start, I'm sorry. Don't really, we're going to start getting reviews. That's we're my start bit, getting reviews Dwight. on this podcast, and they're going to say, yeah, cool podcast. I wish they'd stop talking about dicks, though. When like, I saw their faces, I was surprised they were 29, 30-year-olds. Uh, I thought they were 12. <laughs> so yeah. the, they he gets the armor. He gets the armor. And he's like, yes, where he the hell are the Mandalorian? And... He's driving, turns out, big reveal at the end to get you hyped for the rest of the season. And this is what they do so well in this one and with the Baby Yoda. I mean, they just give it to us. Boba Fett's there watching. He didn't Bam. help. He could have helped, but he didn't. He's looking old. He's looking fat, but still badass. Whoa. Balance. Hey, man. Yeah. Yep. What? You know, just because what? he ain't on the program doesn't mean you have to make fun of him. <laughs> Joel, he said it. I didn't. T H I double C. Yuck. And then Boba's Nick like, Boba. <laughs> It's a pyramid scheme. It's a oh. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Try it. Oh, that's that's a cute trick, Man Mando. Going inside of the. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was inside a Sarlacc. That's true. Not many people yeah, get out of there. like. It's like a crate dragon's nothing. <laughs> Which they're actually equally scary. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a crate dragon or or a sarlacc. But if no, you had to pick, it it's very painful. Very painful. If you had to pick, but, yeah. If you had to pick, I like. If you had to pick, if I had to pick, I'd uh, pick the crate dragon. There, crate dragon. Yeah. Sarlacc, because Boba Fett got out of it. You, you well, get I'm not Boba it. Fett. Okay, but are we assuming that we have a jetpack? He didn't. Not one that worked. Yeah. I feel right. like there was some stuff in there that we didn't need to know about. Like Cobb Vanth. Do we need to know what happened with him? Yes. Like, did we need to see him walking through the desert? Did we need yes. to know his story? And yes. Watching it tonight, I thought, well, we need to know it because it's a fan favorite. It's like a fan le legacy character, and the fans would appreciate that who know who Cobb Banth is from the comics. So I can understand is that. Is he in the comics? But, mate. Is he in the comics? Yeah. Cobb Vanth? Yeah. Yeah. No. You're thinking of Jodo Cast. Am I? Are you, think are you thinking of Jodo Cast? Because there is no, a character. No, I swear, that Cobb is, Vanth is, is a Legends character. Are you thinking uh, of Jonah? I'm looking I it up. I wasn't able Christian, to confirm that. Bible. I was, I was trying to find that. I wasn't able to confirm that, but I know Jodo Cast is like the. 
Jodo Cast is like another. Uh, oh, he was in uh, Boba Fett and like Boba Fett poser imposter from Legends EU. That nope. Yeah, I'm sorry, Cobb Vanth. Looking it up, also known as the Marshal. This is from Wikipedia. Is a fictional character in the Star Wars franchise introduced in the 2015 to 2017 Chuck Wendig, Wendig novel trilogy Aftermath. He is a former slave oh. who has used the armor of Boba Fett to bring order to Tatooine. Tatooine, okay. from immediately following uh, to five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Okay. Right, Did you have any final have thoughts on this episode? So he is a novel character. I mean, this chapter. No, I think I've, I've spent my thoughts on this episode. Joel, it was it was good. Chapter, yes, yeah. I. It was a very <clears throat> hype first episode of the second season, and I remember like flipping the hell out when I saw Boba in that last five seconds. Well, Joel, I remember so. when it first aired. You said almost the same thing as you did when the first episode of season one aired. You're like, dude, it's pretty good, but the end is like, why? Okay, so ring, I ring theoried myself. <laughs> you did. Yeah. yeah. Chapter 10, The Passenger. Fun opening scene of Din and BY-50 getting tripped up on a speeder by three raider-type aliens trying to get the child. He makes easy work of them and murders one of them with a jetpack. Pretty cool. Din, and that's when the excitement stops, because Din wants to find more Mandos, so he seeks the help of Pelimoto, and she gives him the, the contact. The contact's a frog with babies that they have to get to a planet that her husband is on because on this planet she claims there's Mandalorian that he saw. It's going to be a slow ride with no hyperspeed, kind of like this episode. BY-50 murks some baby frogs because he loves a good egg every now and then. While traveling, Din is stopped by X-Wing Renacops and then we get a chase scene because he can't prove he's not Imperial. We land on a cloudy planet and the Razor Crest is pretty banged up after falling through the ground. BY-50 commits homicide again with the eggs and they're sitting ducks in the cold. Frogger explains through Zero the Droids translation box because he has Zero the Droids um, remains. So she uses his translation box that the eggs are the last breed of her breed. And she needs to find her nope. husband now, not in the morning, not after CSI, now. Frogger finds a hot spring and gets naked and takes a quick bath to warm herself and her eggs up. And BY-50 discovers some delicious spider eggs instead. This is disgusting and terrifying, and I thought it was an alien crossover with facehuggers. That would have been better than what we got in this episode. It did nothing for me. Billions of spiders attack, led by a mutated Aragog from the Forbidden Forest. This is a fucking nightmare. Please make it stop. Some other shit happens, but I couldn't focus because gross, and then they're saved by the X-Wing Squadron. Cool. Also, before that, Frogger saves BY-50 with a blaster, even though he ate her kids. Din has a warrant for his arrest, but since he helped secure some criminals in Season 1, he's let off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why law enforcement sucks. They pick favorites. They're easily bought off, but I digress. The Razor Crest gets up and running, and we are in space. 
Finally, this one is over. <laughs> you guys are. I got a. I got a treat for you, Spencer. Because oh, this you? is. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you. This is actually one of my favorite episodes. I think. Why? And I'm not. I'm actually a little shocked in our private discussion how you said this is your least favorite. Whereas you know this is this is your prison, the your prisoner episode, as it was to me. Or I didn't like that one. I wasn't very fond of that one at the, be at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But this one, I, it is a filler episode. It, it is, is a, filler, a episode. filler episode. Maybe of this this entire season. But it's filler yes. in a good this way. This is the only one. No, it's not. <clears throat> yeah. In my opinion, anyway. Why? <clears throat> well, we'll get into it. We'll get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Let's talk well, about I, I, uh, ten. I only have two. I only have two notes. I have two notes. They're right in the beginning. Was there a Yeti in the bar? Was that a Yeti? <laughs> you mean a Wampa? I don't know. There was a Yeti in the bar. And I also wrote, and I quote, uh, when she's cooking that steak, I wrote, I'd eat the fuck out of that dragon meat. That looked that really looked good. That looked so good. That looked good. I'd take yeah, some great dragon jerky. Dragon jerky? Dragon jerky? Sign <clears throat> me up. Sign me up. Yeah. But hey, Treadwell, don't burn the meat. You know I don't like it. Well done. Or whatever she said. I like the fact that her droid's name is Treadwell. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Such a I, medium um, rare, I right? mean, uh, this this episode wasn't a, wasn't a complete loss for me. No. I know the first time I watched it, I didn't even re react that harshly to it. Like, I, I thought, I was like, okay, what? Why, why do we have to sit here and watch Naked Frog Lady? with her eggs I don't understand <laughs> but then soon after that you know like you said at the top there with your uh, wonderful summary baby Yoda's getting into the spider eggs now and then we're back on this you know like this alien fucking face hugger type stuff and then then the horror starts and it's kind of cool like the <clears throat> uh I mean, I guess I'd be the only one out of the three of us to know this because I'm the only one that watches them. But yeah, Rebels cartoons. Go ahead, tell us. Crickna <laughs> <laughs> spiders, Crickna spiders is what they called, or at least these are the frost versions of that. The Crickna spiders are what they call them in Rebels. Uh, they make appearance in Rebels, but also they go deeper than that. Than that, Spencer it has deeper connection because these spiders are. Also, they also show up in Ralph McQuarrie's concept art of yes. the original trilogy. No, so, except for Hoth. Boom. Uh, yes, I think his was for Hoth originally. So, Well, that's a yeah. really fun bit of trivia for the 12 people that watch Rebels. Thank you for that. You know what? I'm one of those 12, except I, I haven't... Care. I care. I care. I haven't finished the whole show because I again Ezra, he's annoying, but I digress. I want to see if I can get canceled by Star Wars fans. I'm working on getting canceled by them. Like Baby well, Yoda almost did keep for eating trying. frogs. Oh well, no, that is. Let's yeah, talk no, about for that. for eating the eggs. For eating that, the eggs, yeah. he was. Yeah. The people got genuinely pissed about it. So yeah. get over it. It's a, it's a show, and those are creatures. Well, he the problem with that or something. I'm not sure. The problem with they're not that real was, creatures. It was a, a whole controversy penis. about like infertility and how it's an insult to people who can't have children or something like oh. that. With 
with certain, you know, and I'm, I was just, I was talking to my roommate about it and I'm thinking, come on guys, it's Mandalorian, it's Star Wars, it has nothing to do with infertility or the inability right. to carry eggs or that sort it, of thing. You guys are making that point, connection. Yeah. It's amazing it to, to me what where, people will hmm. decide, oh, that should not happen. And then they'll turn around and watch murder mystery shows. Like, <laughs> bro. Well, I don't mean to... And I don't say that to throw anybody who has infertility issues under the bus or anything. It's just... Right. Of course not. You got to take a show for what it is. It's not reading... Yeah. You're reading into it where Science something's not there. fiction. You know? Yeah. And that did bo bother me at the time. But one of the reasons I yeah, love this episode... Uh, I love this chase, <laughs> the chase scene. Yeah, the chase, the space flight, intense. the the dog fight, the big yes. daddy, the big daddy spider as well. That was that mm. that had you going because it's weird snout, fangs yeah. filled snout thing. That was kind of creepy, uh, kind of like a big ass uh, minoc almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, with the mouth thing. In yeah. Empire, you get that moment where they're clearing the Minox off the Millennium Falcon, and you could, their mouth kind of looks similar. to So it, it reminded me of a big-ass Minox for a second there. Mm. Also, yeah. I, I, I mean, I can appreciate, you know, the Godzilla influences, the Jurassic Park influences that we keep seeing in this one. I only noticed it, noticed it, it Noticed it today when I was watching when Big Daddy Spider got on the, the Razor Crest and put his face up against the glass or, like, looked in first. Right. That's totally like a Jurassic Park 2, right? That was in the second one where, you know, well, the T-Rex's eyes. That's the Whatever first one. one it is, it's another one. It's another iconic thing where if you've seen Jurassic Park, you probably caught up or know caught that right away or know what I'm talking about because it's I didn't I catch it until oh you my just God, brought that, it up that's the T-Rex eye yeah thank so, you for that you know I can appreciate all like the big monster I movie think, elements that bring totally. into it and I think another <laughs> your face I think another element that was brought in <laughs> that I think Peyton Reed did some homework for this episode. He's a very talented He's the director. director of this episode. I forgot to say, yeah, Peyton Reed directed the worst episode and yep. the best episode of the whole series. Peyton oh, Reed, director yeah. of Bring It On and Ant-Man, both of them. Yep, um, yep, yep. Uh, he, I, I think you're right, Joel. He did take that from Jurassic Park. That's a clear reference, I yeah. think. I didn't notice it until yeah. you brought it up. I like that, though. And I think he did a little bit of stuff with Lord of the Rings, too. Because this is very Shelob's Lair sort of atmosphere. Mm -hmm. With Frodo and Sam, and you know, Shelob. running away from Shelob. Yeah. Even some of the film, even some of the cinematography uh, uh, choices he made were very reminiscent of, of Return of the King. And I really loved that. This episode, I loved all the... How it meshes practical with CGI so well. How you, like I was talking earlier, the space battle, or not the battle per se, but the chase, the X Wings chasing them. You get a very original right. trilogy look with the lighting on the X Wings, with the model. It looks like it's a model, model work. I love the suspense of yeah. him sitting there waiting for the, the attack, the X foils to open up. Are they S foils or X foils? I'm stupid. S foils. 
Like as foils and attack as foils. Yeah, as foils. Yes. That was awesome, but when they go down to the atmosphere, it cuts into that modern CG uh, kind of choreography of the dancing between the ships. I love that. It looked so good. The lack of music was effective for me, too, and I, I couldn't help but think to myself, what would this sound like with epic, like, John Williams backscoring, just to, to kind of ac- accent the, the thing going on here? Well, I like the absence of it. <laughs> The set design You're of the cave. You're just trying to trigger Christian. Not yeah. good. <laughs> You're funny. Good one. It's not working on me, bitch. But uh, the cave, I like the cave. It's all practical. All practical. Oh, I like do, the old-fashioned set design. Yeah, go. The the go planet ahead. name. Sorry, they do give us a planet name for this. It's Maldo Crease. Maldo Crease. M-A-L-D-O-K-R-E-I-S. Maldo Crease. Yes. It actually translates to um, Mall of the Deceased. It's like a it's a take on zombie mall, like mall walkers. So nope, that's fun not fact it. Fact there. Yeah, that's not Ooh. it. That's a shallow cut, if it's anything. Good. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> when you're a Spencer's version of a no. <laughs> uh, that's it for like me. I just love the. Pro- I love the set design. It's incredible. It reminds me of old shows like Farscape. Like with Frog Lady oh. too, the, the costuming and the effects. It's very well done. I really, really like this episode yeah. for those reasons. <clears throat> I do like how they had Carson Tiva and Trapper Wolf, the two X-Wing pilots, come mm-hmm. back at the end of the episode and made the prisoner episode important or at least to right. some degree because they're like but further investigation shows that you assisted in the apprehension of three fugitives whatever they were saying to him and that kind of yep. got you know got Mando off the hook and like so they made a thing they made a thing out of it and made it actually of value you know and I, I know, appreciate that yeah I guess there's I some irony that in that too. because because that the prisoner was probably our least liked episode of last season, and this is probably our least liked episode of this season. But so yet naturally, they reference it's like, but, hey, so remember like, then it, if you think this episode the other bad, trash. remember yeah. remember yeah. the other one? But it was then good because it, it yeah. comes back and it does a thing like this mm-hmm. and totally redeems itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know what you're going for. I just I I disagree, so I'm not going to give you a reaction. Sorry, I went over Sorry. my head. Oh, come on. <laughs> he disagrees because he doesn't like the episode. Now, what is your exact problem with the episode? It's is I it just filler? Like it. It's just inconsequential. Yeah. I mean, there's not. I'm not saying it's like terrible. Like it's this right, right. this a bad episode of The Mandalorian is still better than the best episode of Clone Wars. I'll say. But okay, th- that's it. That's it for know. us today. Spiders, uh, spiders, <laughs> uh, they got me. I, it was scary. It made me gla-la-la. and it was just gross, <laughs> and I couldn't focus. Do you have a fear of spiders, I, Joel? Uh, there Spencer? wasn't really a lot going on. What? Are you scared of spiders? Do you have arachnophobia? I don't like them. I've grown. I I've gotten to where if it's a manageable size, instead of killing it. I will take it outside. 
because I feel bad. Because, I mean, they do right. a lot of good. You hippie. If no, it's on me, I cannot promise it's safety. No. <laughs> hey, I do the same uh. thing, Joel. If I see, if, I like to, when I see bugs or something in my house or my apartment, I like to take them in a napkin or something and bring them outside because I'm not, I don't, there's no reason to kill it. I mean, it's just Genevieve well, it's weird that I assassinate them immediately. So I do it's that. It's weird. Well. Because when I do kill an animal, that's a, the way. A, a bug, I feel bad. This is the way, yeah. Here I am He's talking about how much I don't like ones. bugs. And then I'm getting one tattooed on my arm, getting a big old beetle. So face your fears. Big old kids. beetle. You can be Why like that guy from The Mummy when he gets a scarab cool. in his arm and he's like, oh! Yeah, it was going to be a scarab beetle, but I changed it to a Hercules beetle. Oh, okay. Cool. It's okay. going to look badass. I think maybe on the wow. inside so of my arm. Bottom. You guys think this is a useless no. episode, filler episode. Not useless. It has I said I enjoyed it. I don't think it's that terrible. Okay, I don't like mean to the put frog words lady in mouth. thing. I'm sorry. Eh. But I the like I said, the I don't know if you want to call it, yeah, monster of the week. They they took a pretty big monster of the week approach to season 2, and I'm all for it. You know, you got That's the trade dragon, you got the the Kricknas. You got the. We didn't even talk about. Cara oh, Dune. In, never mind. It's in the next episode. Never mind. Hey Joel, did you like my joke right there? What? Monster. When you of were the listing week? off the monsters of the week, you were like yeah. the Kray yeah, Dragon, the Spider, and I was like Cara Dune. Insert insert Tom Hardy Mad Max uh, gif right here. That's bait. That's bait. No, I no, no, no. <laughs> That's all I. I, plead I was fifth. just. But, I plead the fifth. Let's move on to the, to the yeah. third. Let's uh, move on to. I wasn't way. I'm not done yet. What do you okay. want? I just wanted to note that there's some worth to this episode in that it's create it's it's using Frog Lady as a metaphor for Mando and By. Whereas Frog Lady is trying to take care. You know, she's on her own quest to find her husband and take her baby to where they need to go to survive. Oh, and, and Mando is taking baby her. Yoda. Yeah. Yeah, we forgot to talk about how she cleverly took apart Zero and used the vocabulator and to finally get her message across like, yeah. hey, listen, asshole, this is it. I need, this is this is the end of line for my, whatever she says. This is the end of my line. Breed. Essentially. This is last her time family line, not her whatever. breed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is the last time she is able to, you know, you need to. Yes, this is the last do, of her family that she's talking about. Yeah, she's she turns old. it around. It, it wasn't an important Mormon. Mormon? There's no Mormons in Star Wars. It wasn't an important <laughs> moment. Uh, Just job because she turned it around. I'm like, I thought, you know, Mandalorian, uh, you know, honored their code and honored their word, and you're like, you're not doing that, and she really. Stuck it to him. So, like, that was an important episode or a moment in the episode. Yes. To me, at there's least. moments. I like the X Wing stuff. We'll talk about it too. And it's, it's really powerful in the next episode when we get into it. Just the things that Mando is being reminded of, of his own culture, mm. and maybe even learning some new things that might uh, turn his world upside down a little bit. But. Yes, Overall, baby, I, I liked ride that ride little baby riding around like a mando yeah. baby. Yep, we got ride, that ride, song. Ride, that song plays. He turns it up on the dash when they're chilling in the cockpit. <laughs> when they're when they're falling asleep, uh, they're falling asleep yeah. to that hot one. But uh, 
And it's interesting because she had a blaster the whole time. She just used it in the cockpit when they locked themselves in there to save baby Yoda. And I thought it was interesting that mm -hmm. she did that because she noticed, she saw that Mando did everything he could, even if it was begrudgingly, to save her and her children. And she's returning the favor because she knows how important. Baby Yoda is as important to hers? Mando as the eggs are to her. What's that? What, you you think that, a small detail, but do you think that was her blaster or was that something that she maybe snatched from Mando's cabinet? I thought you know? she found it. Yeah, it I could know. have been both. I never thought it was hers. Even I so, just thought it might have been hers. Still, yeah. It's yeah. just a nice... It, it, frog frog Lady's filler packing. episode has a little bit of relativity in there for character building yeah. with Mando, which I thought yep, was cool. Yeah, but fun. yeah, I, I loved it. And when I watched it the first so, time, I was just having a chill day and maybe just the, the context of my day made me think of the episode better. Because that happens sometimes. You ever have that where you're just chilling or you're in a good mood, you watch something, and then that memory sticks with you and it impacts your yeah. opinion of things? Puts you in a bad mood. You kind of like this episode, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, well. Oh, they're well. going dropping shit again. So, chapter 11 then? Well, you guys... Uh, Teva's cool. One Excuse last me? thing before we go to what? chapter 11. I'm sorry. One last thing. Quit dropping the phone. My notes are on there, Christian. I'll drop my notes. Quit dropping your balls. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have to read them. You're going to have to tighten no, up this yeah. dead air. Whatever. Uh, Wake it's, up. It's rare, it's rare to have dead air with, you know, Christian always interrupting us, you know. Mr. Kim from Kim's Convenience is on the show. As What's that? Carson Teva. Yeah, I don't watch that other thing. The first show that... He's very funny in that show, Kim's Convenience. Okay. Check it out I, on Netflix if you can. I'll believe you. It's funny. He's good in Star Wars. This is the first time I saw him, but I was shocked to see him in that show. I was like, oh, that's the guy from Mandalorian. Oh, he's pretty funny. He's a, he's a funny guy. I just wanted to note, crossover, he's from that show, he's in this show, whatever. I don't That's think it's a it. crossover if he's not the same character, but yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> that would make he's a huge Star Wars fan movie. though. He had like pod, he did movie. some podcast appearances and he had a bunch of Star Wars memorabilia behind him. So what is going on? Whoa, what is going on? A crossover. Whoa. Yeah. What is going Kinda on? Like how Yes, thank you Kinda for like saying the exact same Twilight's a crossover line. with the Batman because, you know, Robert Pattinson is playing the Batman. So it's a crossover because he's, he's in Twilight, too. <laughs> it's a crossover. They both deal with bats and darkness. Yeah. Chapter 11, the heiress, the one we've all been waiting for. And we're crash landing on the high seas of Trask, I think it's Trask. Dan and company are met by some Admiral Akbars and Frogger reunites with her husband. Is it just me or does the Razorcrest need fixing every time it lands somewhere? Like, bro, 
Learn to fix it yourself. It's a piece of shit. But we love it. I hope nothing bad ever happens to it. BY50's chowder attacks his face, and we actually get a face hugger payoff. Crossover. It's an alien crossover. <laughs> Din hitches a ride from Davy Jones and his crew on the set of Deadliest Catch Galactic Edition. BY50 gets eaten by a sea creature, and if Din had employed the Admiral Akbar alien to come with him instead of fixing his ship, he'd have known it's a trap! Davy Jones just wants his best car, Din's best car, but as I live and breathe, we get our first big moment. All the nerds collectively let out a scream of joy for when Bo-Katan makes her live-action debut, and I'll admit, I got hyped. I know who she was. That was cool. That was a neat little bring-her-to-life moment. That was very, very cool. And also, Disney got smart about using WWE stars instead of MMA fighters because they can at least have, uh, they at least have some acting experience. Wrestling's fake, everybody. Cat's out of the bag. And they, I, if you give these, these, these fighters limited lines and use their talents to look imposing like Sasha Banks did, it works. Bo-Katan and her crew employ Din to help them heist an Imperial freighter to get some weapons, but hold up. They really want the whole ship. BK explains, that's Bo-Katan. BK explains that she needs this ship to find an item she once possessed but needs again to rule Mandalore. Generic bad guy, but still better than Snoke or Phasma, Pilot tries to take down the ship to destroy everything and get rid of the Mandos as he is instructed by Gideon Hologram. Bo reveals that she wants the Dark Saber, but the bad guy bites an electric cyanide pill and Bo-Katan tells Din to go find Ahsoka Tano, and there it is! The name drop we've all been waiting for, and those same nerds that screamed in joyous harmony almost had a heart attack! On our way to the good episodes, ladies and gentlemen, hang tight. I love that Spencer's, like, oh, getting good. so <clears throat> excited for Ahsoka, and he hasn't watched bear nary a lick of Clone Wars. Right. I've seen... She's cool. I've seen enough of it to know that uh, she's cool. And I wanted her. You're such a poser, man. Yes. <laughs> I only. I don't. Such he wears it like a badge poser. of honor. I only like yes! the cool characters. It's cool to I'm see. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Yes. I was mainly excited because we finally get a Jedi in the show. Uh, well, for yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you got a lightsaber fetish. You'd like what? What? The first episode we recorded for Mando. You're saying how? You know, initially like. I wasn't interested in this because you know I wasn't gonna have lightsabers. Are you? Do you want to talk about this episode? <laughs> do you want to talk about this episode or? Oh, so, so this no, is you a don't fun like ep- the truth. This is a fun episode because because um, <laughs> I can I just appreciate look. I don't watch the cartoons, but I can still appreciate what they do, okay? Whenever I say, oh, they're bad or they're stupid, I just don't have time to watch them. It's not that I think they're bad. So because you're lazy, it's Uh, not worth it. It's not lazy. (laughs) I don't have time. You're too busy to catch up at this point. You're you're too busy with the program. I have children. (laughs) Um, I have a life, like I said. 
Um, do you want Spencer. me to go on? Like the first few episodes I tried watching were very boring. I don't have the patience well, for it. Season one is kind of bad. Oh, let's get you got to get it out of the way. Season of two is where it really picks up. Yeah. Okay, so he's here. Admiral Akbar. We get Chowder that attacks, and I'll just say right off the top, Sasha Banks is probably the only person that can uh, make eating tentacles look hot, sexy. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I it's attacking her face, and she's way. just staring you down. She's just staring you down, sucking on this tentacle like you're next, Din. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have him for Din Nur. Been there, Din that. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. So her character's name, if you if you care about that, is, is do. Casca Reeves. So we got Bo Katan showing up. <clears throat> Bo Katan was a huge moment. You know, Mando gets like not said, the Clone Wars. gets with the the Quarren Sailor Sailor Bro, and um, you know he goes on the ship. Uh, why do they need boats in Star okay. Wars? I don't know, but he and then he's like, "Oh, Beskar's ours!" because he, he traps. Uh, Mando and back up. the baby. Back up. What? Back up. Yes, you're right, but back up. What you said didn't make any sense. Let's, you know, I know the people have already heard it, but let's just, he, to set up that Beskar is ours, they're on the ship, and the boat ship, and, and the guy's like, hey, you want to see our monster? So then they open the hatch, dangle the food as they're looking, he knocks Baby Yoda into this yes. sea creature. And then he traps him and says, Beskar is ours. There. I filled in the gap. Oh, okay. okay. So, so it's, Thanks for okay. that. So now people understand. Yes. So, okay. Okay. One thing um, I want to say, we have we skipped right over it. Top of the show here, top of the episode, is Bryce Dallas Howard directed this episode. And I know yes. Spencer yes. and the gang in our private chat were all, yes, queen, about her being the director. Which I will say, she did a fantastic job on this episode. Fantastic job. Mm. And I love that she did an homage to her father's film, Academy Award winning film, uh, Ron Howard. The Grinch. It, not, not the film, he's the director of the film. Apollo 13, with the, the ship coming down through the atmosphere. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. neat. And how the, the ice inside uh, the Razor Crest was melting and all that. One, It was very cool how that's kind of a a nice homage to Apollo 13. I liked that. But what I didn't like was how he didn't have ice on his armor uh, like he did for the majority of the passenger. I liked that detail oh. on his armor, the little ice buildup from being on yeah. that uh, Maldo crease for that long. It was gone. Mm-hmm. And if I, it's melted, if the snow. I liked about that episode. Yeah. I thought the cost- yeah, past episode costuming was excellent. Love the detail. But this one, it wasn't there, and it kind of bummed me out, especially well, you, when you see got, the drip, drip. When you, you see... The, the mechanic in, in, a, in a fucking, you know, Old Navy sweater or something, or Nautica sweater. <laughs> it's um, a oh, yeah. fisherman sweater, yeah. by the way. Just, Why are you guys I, let me just say he's this. He's an alien. He's, he's not a real... Let, let, me, let me just say this about a sweater guy. He should have never trusted... Uh, a guy in a sweater to fix his ship. You know? 
<laughs> the hell's your problem? That's a sweet Looks like sweater. he ordered that sweater, sweater from Old Navy. Yeah. I tried one of those on yesterday. It didn't look good on me. It was too short. He just got off the set of Knives Out. That's oh, a joke because okay. uh, Chris Evans' yeah, character no, wears you. a white Spoiler. sweater. Spoiler. He wears but. a sweater. Anyway, yeah, we No, this we episode's talked, cool. Joel, Joel, I can get hyped about animated characters coming to... Because I can appreciate the art, bitch, okay? <laughs> I realize the importance you're of still it, on, you're still of uh, an animated series oh, character making a debut in live action. That's why uh, I appreciate it because I know how important she is in the story. And I know how I cool it is. But your appreciation would be enhanced if you actually knew the story and gave a shit about the story beforehand. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what else would be enhanced? Blow me. Hey, this episode's cool, man. This episode's uh, cool. All the characters are cool. The sweater's cool. Probably one of my favorite parts. The sweater was almost my character spotlight. <laughs> okay. You want to know what one of the coolest things about this episode is? This ties into what uh, Joel said earlier, this monster of the week thing. Just oh, three yeah, episodes in a row, comment. the creature design is incredible. Yeah. Which the this costuming, the Mon Calamari, the, the Quarren. The amazing. Mama Core. The Mama Core is this is what this one is called, by the way. What? This, the Mama that's Core? That's what it's called. Mama Core. Like not Data Core, it's Dada a Mama Core. Core. Yep. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we need to post video. What the fuck is going on? Dude, people, we would get listened to a lot more if we posted video because they'd be like, half this I stuff we're, we're laughing at. The I, feel like we're the on, we're, I feel like we're, we're operating in. We're working on it, though, okay? We're, listen, here at Sequelman, the podcast, we don't believe in paying for services, so we're working out ways we can do things for free. <laughs> Uh, and still we don't make believe it in it because good. we can't afford it. Um, so be patient, guys. Or just be patient or I'm deal trying. with a little lower quality video production. But I still can't even figure out the lower quality part. So we're struggling a little. So the cool. All right. All right. All right. So Baby Yoda gets eaten. Din's like, no. He jumps in, gets trapped under their best cars. Ours. They're dumb. And then we get, and I know people fans of the of the cartoons they saw these faces and they're like let's go because even i was like cool and then and then <clears throat> i know that they got the same actress to play her live action i'm like good she probably deserves that she's good mm -hmm. she looks great compared to I her the hair looks animated a counterpart silly, but i will say like her hair. Uh, what's the uh, shit? What's the name of the actress? You sound fucking drunk <laughs> over there. Uh, name? Man, I, oh. What's the name of the actress? Katie Sackoff. She's attractive. She is an attractive woman. But I don't think that wig's doing her any favors. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's looking like coconut head over there with that headband and the red hair. I don't know. I thought it looked fine, and I thought it looked great. And she was, looks... Was no, a, the, was a good, uh, like, 
on-screen live-action adaptation. I thought it the looked good, thing- too. I'm just saying her character looks more attractive in The Clone Wars. Uh, as an animated character. What are you on about? <laughs> Talk about me having a fetish. Oh, come on! <laughs> you got my little pony guy right here. Oh, no! <laughs> my little pony, my little pony. Christian, got bigger. Joel, he needs an intervention. <laughs> what other cartoon characters no. do you find attractive, Christian? You know they're not real. Oh, come on. Lola Bunny, though, am I right? Oh, <laughs> talk Space Jam. Let's go. What? Where are we going? What did you just say? <laughs> Lola Bunny, man. She could get it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean. Joel, who's your animated crush? Not having this discussion. Who's your animated crush? Come on. I don't even who's like Who's your animated crush, Joel? I do not have one. <laughs> He doesn't have one. Not even from an anime or... Uh... <laughs> background character Eivor from, from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. There you go. That's Female good. That's Eivor. Worse. It's not. I'm kidding. Dude, but that droid supposed to be a joke because she's like all. a Viking and she can fucking rip my head off. <laughs> I'm sure there's several ports I could, you know, plug in my USB to. <laughs> what are you... What wow. are you insane? <laughs> What is that even referencing right now? <laughs> this all started just because I said Bo-Katan is an attractive character in the Clone Wars. Yeah, you did this. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll okay. cut this shit out. No, you will no. not. And you know what? Leave the other stuff in, too. Why do you Why do you gotta cut out stuff about the video stuff? That's good. You're the one talking about how they're too long. Sorry. Can we talk about the episode, though? Yeah. It is late. So, 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 they okay, get there, dad, they take sorry, their helmets it's off, late, dad. they, they get there, <laughs> they take their helmets off, Din's like, what? You, you're not real Mandalorian? And she's like, we are, it's cool because you're old school and we're not, we're progressive. And then he's like, uh-uh, he flies off. And they're like, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, that's exactly how it happened. No, so it's important what she says. Oh, like, sorry. It is what she says is, oh, you're a child of the watch, those religious zealots or whatever she says about the watch, which we can assume is the death watch. They want to Why? They want to bring the Mandalorian society back to the ancient ways. Yeah. yeah. This is the way and all They're that. the Republicans. Oh, Spencer. <laughs> no sex before marriage. A woman's body's controlled by the government. They're Mandalorian you know, uh, conservatives, whereas Bo-Katan and I her don't crew think are were, liberals. I don't think that they were aiming for real-world politics with the two no, Mandalorian Well, Spencer, Although, uh, if you had fact, watched The Clone Wars, you would know that Bo-Katan's sister is named Duchess Satine, and she got killed. She got straight up killed. She she was lovers with Obi Wan, and this is all stuff you would know if you watched the Clone Wars. But no, I don't watch cartoons. Well, guess what? Cartoons, cartoons is what baby who I am. Okay, bats. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you're into like a weird like uh, what's his name from South Park and like Joel, I don't know if you Batman. guys knew this. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Uh, fun fact: This is in the concept art and the uh, visual dictionary. Bo-Katan's dad 
uh, was originally going to make an appearance in the show played by Bernie Sanders, who's going to be uh, Bern Catan. So I don't know if you knew that. I'm sick and tired of this, uh, the Death Watch. Uh, this is the way bullshit, and I don't deal That'll with do. bullshit very well. That'll do. That'll do. Uh, that's not Joel, a do yours, party. then we'll move on. <laughs> I refuse now. Come on, <laughs> okay, do thanks. it. No, 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 no. He he missed his chance. Yep. So they want to get these weapons. What was her original? She wants to get these weapons. She needs to on get there. the. They want to get the weapons back to in order to in efforts to reclaim Mandalore. Uh, you know, restore glory and whatever they're on. Restore their peace and justice to their new empire. All that sure, nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then Mandalorian, of course, there's conflicting goals because he's like, no, I got to get this child back to the Jedi. Uh, and she's like, well, do this and I'll help you find the Jedi. And so they, he goes on to help him bring down that, uh, or but not before doing one of these, Uh, another fetch quest. Yeah. That's all these are. This little quest. They land, his ship is broken. The episode takes place while it gets fixed. Cool stuff happens. They fly off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that that Very element formulaic. was getting yeah it was getting old at this point like okay ah I don't have the answer but I know someone who does you know and yeah goes off to, um, well this whole thing yeah. about the ship getting wrecked maybe they'll just do away with the whole thing and just blow it up just get rid of you the ship you want here guys you know the ship fine but right let's it, replace you know it with an even better more iconic ship huh. Sure. It, you know what it reminds me of? You remember in Jumanji, uh, Carl, you know, the cop, Carl, or wait, is that his name, Carl? Uh, the Reading so. Rainbow guy. Sure. The cop. <laughs> the cop. He worked at the shoe place. He ruined the shoe. Uh, yes, yes, well, yes, he yes, didn't. Yes. Alan did. But then Carl, soul man, he took the blame for it because it was his shoe. He wanted to show Alan's dad. His cop car... Throughout the the movie and the as the Jumanji game gets going, oh yeah, just get start just gets beat up and starts falling apart piece by piece and just getting destroyed, but it still works and he's like it's working, and then it finally just gets destroyed completely. Is that what they're going for here? I like it. Yeah. Sure, Jumanji well, in space. What I don't like is no, that was not Lavar Burton. From <laughs> I was just say wait. I, that's, so yeah. yeah, you're totally off on that uh, one, there, bud. Yeah, but uh, knock off reading Rainbow. Thing is, I, one guy that I was happy to see in this episode was Titus Welliver is his name. To be honest, I don't know him from a whole lot, but I've seen his mm-hmm. face and other stuff, and he did a good job in this episode, yeah. even though he had he a didn't brief, say anything. He said some stuff. He said, "Shut the door." He said, <laughs> <laughs> "He stood there and looked cool, and when it was ready to go, he was like, let's kill these bitches.'" <laughs> Yeah, he, the I mean, guy's cool, like, though. we have them locked in the cargo control area. He had an important, Where? important moment with with Bo-Katan because he's like <clears> saying, <throat> she's like, the dark saber. Oh, you're talking about does that he guy. have it or whatever? And he's like, well, you already know or whatever. He says. If you're and asking that question, the, you already know the yeah. answer. Yeah, and then he bites the the sparky cyanide. No, he and, he bite he chews a little bit too hard on that five gum. <laughs> and it really dude he is in a lot like his face yeah. he's in a lot 
Like this think, Titus guy. Yeah, he's in uh, like something he, Marvel, isn't he? I think he's he's in Transformers Marvel. Four. He was in Agents of Shield. There it is. Yeah. Transformers: Age of Extinction. Uh, okay. Argo. Man on a Ledge. I mean, he was in a bunch of shit. Uh, the Town. He's Come in on. a show. I can't remember the show. What the name? Monkey's in an episode. Prison Break. He's in two episodes. He has I mean, his he's own in show. Stuff. He's that guy you recognize, but you never know his right, name or what right, he's in. Right. It's just oh, it's it's he's literally a oh, it's that guy guy. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, he Titus. got to be in a Star Wars production, and that's and a dream a for anybody, villain. isn't it? Any actor, if you're in a Star villain. Wars thing, yeah, yeah. He was a better villain than what we got in three movies. Oh come for, on, off of it. The sequel trilogy. What did you say? To me? No one's better than Palpatine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I think he was cool. I, I, sure. I, I Shion from The Prisoner. I hate how I That's, hate how well you do it, Christian. That dark saber it. reference. That dark saber <laughs> reference was real cool because then, like, it, it was finally said out loud for the first time in live action. I assume also. And then you're like, oh, it's on. Is that the story? And then you, my immediate thought was, okay, they're setting up a, sp- a spinoff series. We're going to get a Bo-Katan um, series. But this comes back later in the season. And, you know, <clears throat> so that's good. Right on, right on. And I said this in the past, was, previous episodes. I'm going to say it again. Spencer, I'm, I'm, I'm on your side here. I haven't seen all of Rebels or all of Clone Wars. Granted, I've seen and know more about it probably than you do. But Easy. Like him, I haven't seen all of them either. I haven't seen all the Death Watch stuff. I barely saw the Satine Mandalore, Siege of Mandalore stuff. The season seven thing was awesome. Man. But Gotta show I do know how important... Here. <clears throat> I know how important Boker... Katan is to the fans, especially of Clone Wars. So it is cool seeing yeah, that live action translation. And she is pretty bad. In a good way. Ass. Like How she doesn't cool. she's not a yeah, badass. She's not afraid of Boca. Wow. She's not afraid of herself. She's not afraid <laughs> of Mando. Like Mando <laughs> Mando tries to like intimidate her, like, that's not what the plan was. Yeah, and I, th- you know, he could have sw- he could have thrown in a, you've altered the deal or something like that. Let's real nail the let's really nail the fan service on the head by requoting Empire. Yeah, but <clears throat> well, yeah, the biggest it. fan service was the uh, you know the final few moments there where where we got the big name drop. I am uh, we're just off the rails tonight, guys. How yeah. how much better? Would this episode of Ben if is is if I, I why if they didn't announce that Ahsoka was going to be in this season and Rosario Dawson? It. it was that's true. It wasn't hidden very well. That's the yeah. problem. It was kind of half. Sure, but if yeah. they'd have if they'd have kept it a secret like they did with another character later on, a bigger character. Oh yeah, like and that was the first we heard of it as her saying, "Yeah, I know a Jedi. You're gonna want to go find." And then you know, Ahsoka. Time. I wish pe- they didn't name drop the character too. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is that what you're saying, I mean, Spencer? No, I'm fine that they did, but I, I wish that we didn't know she was already in the season before the season started, so everybody was hyped already. If that was the, the first time re- we heard of her in, right. this, in the show, that would have been better. But uh, we're going in circles. The only reason we know about it is because it wasn't very well protected, the leaks yeah. about Rosario Dawson being her. And that's fine. That's can be chalked up to rumor and speculation. At least they didn't go full-on trailer having a soak in the trailer like Spider-Man was yes. for Civil War, which yeah. was yes. real. We, we talked about, well, we'll talk about it in MCU uh, yeah, la, 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 but, but um, <clears throat> I do wish they didn't name drop Ahsoka and it was just kept vague for the for the for the watch the the watchers. That would have been on. cool too. The viewer, the audience, cool. the men of the watch. But, no, don't because then it does feel like a turn to the audience or or just make it oblique, like wink at the camera. Ahsoka Tano, like. You can keep it vague. The fans will well, know who it is when they see it. Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cling. <laughs> but I, it would have been so much cooler to have the next episode, not the next episode, or in our next episode we'll talk about it, but to have it when she does show up to be like, an, oh, shit, that's Ahsoka. Like, this is badass. Like, for yes. the people who watch the show, that would have been cool. Yes. It would have been very cool. I, it, I, do you guys like this episode feels like okay now this season is starting this episode is the one that really gets us going yeah I got well, that the first one cool it because shows Boba Fett for a the, sec you know the Ahsoka thing aside uh, the way they did the press and the they were strategic to really build it up and say listen guys like John Giancarlo Esposito said, he was hyped in several interviews that he did before season two, and he was very enthusiastic. And uh, who's another one? Um, I don't know. One of the other actors say, "Well, big stuff is going to happen." Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, Giancarlo Esposito, you know, with the whoops, with talking about the dark saber because. That was revealed in season one, obviously, at the tail end. He's like, well, you know, I don't know. Gideon might get quite good with it or something like that. So you got all this press and stuff that's being done and hyping mm-hmm. up season two. And yes, I agree, Spencer, that it wasn't really till this moment where it's like, yeah. oh, this <clears throat> is where this is where the biggins come. And yeah, this is where we really. I remember to. there was an interview that Giancarlo Esposito did where he was talking about how his daughters kept asking him, like, you're not going to hurt Baby Yoda, are you? Yeah. And he's yeah. basically like, I'm going to stab that little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's awesome, though. Like, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, I, I, I would have to say, is has been, like, the best representative for this series. Uh, yeah. And, and I'd say Pedro Pascal, too, but he doesn't... It doesn't seem like Pedro Pascal has done as many interviews or hasn't been like out there. For some reason, Giancarlo Esposito has just right. been, seems like he's been the face of, you know, for the Because press. in his limited time, he's that good that he will he steals the show. Like, yeah. he's an amazing villain. Yeah. He gets a hologram in here and you're like, you oh, have something I want. You may think you have some idea of what you have possession yeah. of, but you do not. Yeah, remember that. Like, remember just... That. The he's delivery so is great. He was great in Breaking and Bad. He's great in this. I don't know what else he's in. Is the asset to your satisfaction? 
Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's kind of vague. He doesn't talk. He's 50, but he looks too... I don't know. But, okay, Joey Wheeler. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, this doing? episode's important. We need it's to go, because Christian's I mean, I mean, fucking for me, wasted, so... How do, I'm not fucking wasted, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's not, not a name. My name is... Oh... <laughs> what? You're quick. <laughs> I had to process that for a second there. No. But what did you guys Okay. Episode 11, The Heiress. Chapter 11. Once again, I didn't get to finish my thought earlier. Fantastic creature alien effects. Like the costume for these three episodes are on point. Amazing. Mon Calamari, the Quarren, don't trust those bastards. In any episode or in any continuity of Star Wars. Because so they're all pretty much bad. Um, see, that's the arc I just watched on the Clone Wars. When the Corrin oh and the Mon Calamar go to Calamari go to war. King Lee Char. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Jaws reference. Water Wars the, or what? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least yeah. you get to see Kit Fisto fighting underwater, though, right? With his shirt yeah. off. In so. the lightsaber Great. sound yeah. effects underwater. Oh, man, Spencer, you haven't, you wouldn't know about it. It's so cool, the lightsabers, when they activate them underwater and they make these sounds with the bubbles. Yeah, man, you're missing that. out on underwater lightsabers. I mean, come on. Yeah. No way. That'll, if anything, uh, that'll get him to wash it, finally. That'll do it. Lightsaber yeah, finish. Maybe. But, yeah. yeah. That'll, get, no, that'll get your heart racing. Uh, wet lightsabers. Didn't like the mm -hmm. didn't like the little face hugger uh, creep uh, fake out at the end of the episode though. Oh, that's yeah, something that I one, wanted that to seemed out of place. That, that, no, that I wanted. To, thank you for bringing it up. No, I, yeah, just wait because I was. Do you guys think that was planted? That's something I thought of today. I thought that too. You know, probably. Like, no. Probably, may that that Didn't might have been planted mind, to be honest. by 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 the the Quarren assholes, you know, because everybody knows about this child now. By the, at this point, clearly the word has gotten out about the situation, and clearly the Quarren were uh, the fishermen were already after Mando and right. the child. So I that little killer starfish at the end kind of made me think. On this third viewing, this is now the th the third time I've seen the episode, and it just dawned on me. Is that what like, third means? Second time for me. Go oh, it's the second time. Okay, that but joke. Yes, never gets I had old. that thought. Finally, like it clicked. <sighs> it does. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe I they some, planted it too. I didn't even. It didn't even cross my mind to be honest. I just thought it was like a little creep fake out thing, but. <clears throat> but, I had he, a thought, but then he eats but it, it anyway. Escaped my mind. Yeah, yeah. Hold and on. then he makes it look. Baby Yoda's really got a thing for like seafood, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I I just had red lobster last night. I had lobster and some crab legs. Great. Um, I don't think I'll get crab legs again unless it's king crab because the work's not worth the meat or the meat's not worth the work that you put into it. But the lobster was great. Should have gotten the rock lobster, but it didn't. And that's that's that. Did you do this because of Lent? Wait, no. that was Saturday. I did this because I haven't been Never to Red Lobster in a long time. And what I do you mean, Joel? You don't know what Lent is. Is that okay with you? What? Spencer, yeah. will you explain Lent to Joel, please? Okay, okay Joel, listen, so I Lent... was raised Catholic. I know I understand <laughs> things, okay? Great. 
So Lent is uh, something that I think <laughs> Catholics do. I'm not real. I I'm a little fuzzy on this myself. They give up stuff. It's like sacrificing. I'm about to give up this, to, this podcast to God. So like a lot of people use it to Where's, start. They use God I, as an excuse okay. to start going on a diet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, bad, great. Good, bad, great. In that's for these that's three episodes, you mean? Started, and I don't think they ever look back after this epi- the, after this chapter. Mm-hmm. It just it only it, gets better and yep. better as it goes I, from here. I agree. Right on. And it's some of you the know, best television, not just Star Wars, that I I've watched in a long oh, time. Oh, absolutely. And I'm being serious when I say this, especially the passenger for me. Like, just it looks like a show like Farscape. Because my sister used to watch that a lot back in the day when it was airing on television. I appreciate the set design. I appreciate the the creature effects in all three episodes. It's pretty on point here. Going into the Monster of the Week theme there. They really, I think that's what they focused on in these three. Was kind of expanding that, the use yeah. of the prosthetics and the practical effects and that sort of thing. And melding it with the CGI really well. Well done. Even if it didn't push forward the plot per se but there honestly there isn't really much of a driving plot to start season two anyway it's just find the jedi mm-hmm. and we have no cl- like mando we're kind of just going around trying following leads chasing not tail but he's trying to find where this child is supposed to belong that's his quest and that is why these seem so fetch questy like this these three episodes could be missions in a video game like KOTOR. Yeah. Like you go good. from point A to point B to point C, and you're doing favors for everybody. But this is these three episodes are basically just setting up the second half of the season, practically. I mean, like you said, it's just going all upward from here. You know? It's, you got, oh, we got Boba Fett in play now. Boba oh, Fett. In this one we got Bo-Katan, and oh, and we got the promise of Ahsoka. We're getting these characters from the original trilogy, from the Clone Wars that people are going to flip out over. We're going to tie it all in. Mm-hmm. It's doing it really well. It's doing it really well, and it's also tying into Mando's quest of self-discovery. You know what I really, really appreciate about this show is it gives us what we want. But it makes us wait. Like, it's not like, we introduce this, and here it is. It's, we introduce this, wait, wait, here it is. Remember when we said that? There it is. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, because it keeps you watching, and it's not just giving everything, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, because they have to have a place to go. Mm-hmm. It has to go up. Right. They can't just be like, here's everything, and now we don't know where to go from here. How do we uh, top well, ourselves? No, let's I throw think- in an episode in between. To go on what you're saying, uh, Spencer, is that without the Boba Fett drop, that episode, where will we go from it? Like, what it, what are we expecting from season two? Is it just going to be a cabal of just random bounty hunts and fetch quests and just vaguely wandering around trying to find a Jedi? Or is it going to lead up to somewhere? 
Mm. Like without the Boba Fett oh, it reveal, leads up we don't. To somewhere. Yeah, without the Boba Fett, we don't we don't get anticipation for what's to come later. Like with the Ahsoka thing too. I mean, the Bogatan was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. But I believe the fans and people who followed the show knew that she was going to show up too, didn't they? Joel, was there any word about that? Yeah, there was that? casting, and they were like, "Oh, that's her." For Bogatan? Yeah. I thought that was announced. Did that leak? Yeah, that's just another. That we didn't really know. I don't think we really knew for sure for with either Ahsoka or Bo-Katan. And then, the, like the, they didn't want to officially confirm it, but I mean, it got leaked pretty heavy. It was part of the rumor so, mill at that point. Yeah. So they were both the surprises. Other, okay. They were both surprises. The other great thing that this show does is, it's not just it's okay. We've talked about how like their fan service makes sense, but with these characters that they're just throwing at us in this season, like they went all out, they went real heavy, heavy hitters. They, they're not just throwing them like, oh yeah, and he just happens to run into him. It doesn't make sense why she's in here, but we need the views. It's, it makes sense why these characters are in the show, mm-hmm. how they connect and stuff. It's not like, hey, there you go. There's your animated series right. live action, and then you know they're done. It's, oh, there's, you know, I mean, if they'd have thrown in, like, uh, somehow, like a Darth Vader helmet or something, that wouldn't have made sense. Mm-hmm. But how no. they did do these big time characters, it made sense. It was fun, and it is fun. It, fun, it does fun, make fun. sense. Bo-Katan showing up. She's a Mandalorian for crying out loud. She fits in the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it is yeah. to kind of re-educate Mando on what it really means to be a Mandalorian. Because people who have watched the Clone Wars, and I'm not familiar with the Death Watch stuff, but the real Mandalorians are like, in my view, from what I have seen, Duchess Satine. Pacifists. And the Pacifists. way she led... Yeah, the pacifists. They're the future of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But the Death Watch wants to bring it back to how they used to be, the warrior warrior wraith. Mm-hmm. But there you go. there's kind of that power struggle there. And like Cobb said, power hates a vacuum. So You said You're it, Cobb. Have that. Yeah, you said Cobb it, Cobb. From, Cobb from Planet Texas. Cobb Salad. <laughs> Yeah, I got the armor from the Jawas. You know, I didn't know about these Jawas till they picked me up and saved me, and then I thought, you know what? Maybe we should open our borders. There's a <laughs> lot of good aliens down there. Okay. They're just trying to find a better life, and they can be helpful. You know what I didn't like they about what he said? They saved me. What? The tropey, I'm the one around these parts who tell... In these parts, I tell people what to do. And it's like, okay, go back to your spaghetti western that you stepped out of. And let's keep it Star Wars, okay? Like, and take your spurs off, too. But (laughs) those are things that bother me, just the the western stuff. But the... We already talked all through it, so I'm not going to regurgitate it. Yeah, we don't have to. But I think it's cool how these three episodes kind of mimic the structure of season one and kind of a ring theory where they each have a little self-contained arc because these episodes are about i'm trying to find another 
covert, not convent. I'm trying to find another covert of Mandalorians so that they can help me find the Jedi. And then by the end of this episode, we found a Mandalorian. We found Bo-Katan, Kreese, and her compatriots. And they're going to lead us to the next step of the journey, which is finding the Jedi. Which I I'm sure appreciate we're all... how they got the bad episode out of the way right at the beginning with the second episode. And then uh, it just got good. Yeah, I'm excited to see your guys' lists of... Uh, Top tier episodes at the end in our wrap up. Just oh, ranking no. all the episodes. I'll tell you, they're all in this season. Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know. I haven't sat down and listed. All right, Christian, play us out. All right, everybody. This has been a very long <laughs> episode of, well, it's about the same size as every other one. That's nope. what she said. Were you waiting for a, that's what she said? <laughs> yes, I kind of was. I didn't. No. Nah. Did you write anyway, that down? <laughs> no. Ladies and gentlemen, I need to restart. I'm sorry. I'm a little <laughs> sidetracked. I'm going to cut this all out. I'm going to cut this all out. I, I, I need to re-record the entire episode. Uh. No, that was actually yeah, yeah, That was only... Were you recording? Everyone's still recording? Yeah, wait. Don't fucking <clears throat> do that to me. <laughs> I, I, play us out. All right. I gotta go Ladies to bed. and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast, covering Mandalorian episodes 9 through 11. Pretty exciting stuff. We talked about The Marshal. We talked about The Passenger, best episode of the three. And then we talked about uh, The Heiress. We're going to be talking about some more people in the next episode. Uh, couple episodes here in our next episode we're excited to to get into it i'm going to shut my mouth now and tell you where you can hear us you can hear us on podbean our hosting website spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and virtually anywhere where you listen to your podcast pandora radio as well so check us out check us out spencer take it away check us out you can also find us email the show um you know sequelmen19 at gmail.com and we're, we're on the twits. We're on the Twitter sphere at SequelMen19. We're on Instagram, SequelMen the Podcast, at SequelMen the Podcast. It's all one word, all lowercase, all that stuff. Joel has taken over our social media. So hopefully he starts posting stuff, but he's busy. He is posting more than we did. So that's good. We're, we're getting some clips. We're going to get I'm, some video. I'm in the process of it. moving, so forgive me, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. I we we kid we we give him we give him jo- just post video this something something was funny in this episode post video I'm a little busy right yes. now they don't care about the quality and on the Facebook you can find us there you're gonna find the video you're gonna find us you're gonna see what we look like finally I'm wearing a cool headband thing tonight and a pink sweatshirt maybe you'll see it <laughs> and hey, I'm this might a, be my new look going forward I'm wearing a Yoda a baby Yoda shirt so yeah we don't care and uh, <laughs> guys thanks. I'm wearing uh, a Zelda shirt. Hey, Ring Theory, we cool. talked about that at the top of the show. Ha. <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> that was like just the most diminutive ha uh, I think I've ever heard. Spencer, anyway. Joel, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian, because here at Sequelman, the podcast. All films are created sequel. Take care. This has been Joel the Voice. No.
So for next episode, we we should do boob jokes. <laughs> okay. Are we? Have you guys stopped rolling? No. <laughs> oh my god. We okay. always have a little tag. All right. Tell me when there I can is. hit stop. I stopped now. Now.